podcast family. So I wanted to get together and read some of the word. This is going to be specifically for learning about the word, getting the word into our hearts. Um, Let me pray before we begin. I already did before I even started, but I want to do that with you and let you see what prayer would be like. Um, Because I didn't grow up with prayer in my home when I was a kid, so... Um, I've kind of made it something that I do on my own. My son and I have done it in the past. Um, as he grows older, it's kind of hard to get him involved in that. But he, he still goes down and prays with me at church. So I'm excited about that. So um, let me go ahead and pray to the Lord for guidance. God, we thank you, Lord, that you're involved in our lives. God, that you have a hand in every part of our life. God, God we lift you up we praise you and thank you for your father for your son jesus jesus you are our father now you stand before god at the right hand interceding for us when we make mistakes and jesus we love you you're closer than a brother god you are the three in one holy spirit guides us and leads us and gives us power so god in this day today as we read your word god i pray that every person would hear the word and that their hearts would be open that their hearts would be like freshly tilled soil that it's ready for the word to be placed down into the heart and that it shall grow lord and that the fruits of the spirit shall sprout up from that lord and that we will learn of the fruits of the spirit god that the spirit is the only thing that brings good things into our lives and let us recognize god that you are the way that you are the 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 entity the 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 being that gives us goodness in our life at all because we are a fallen world we are a fallen generation god and we struggle every day with sin father and we just lift ourselves in this podcast up to you right now God and we say let it glorify you Lord let it be of good report for your ear God let it be a sweet fragrance into your nostril God let everything that we do on this podcast lift up the person who's listening right now God I pray that you bless each and every person and that you help them in every way God that you're involved in their life in every way that you help them throughout any problem or issue that they may be encountering God don't let anything come in to hinder or to still kill or destroy what you have planned in our lives God we stand on the word of God today and this is your word Lord and we lift it up to you we thank you God that you left it for us so that we can have a guide Uh, to be able to get through this world without Jesus. And God, I know the Holy Spirit is present this day. I've already felt him in my presence. And God, I know whoever is listening is going to also feel the presence of God today. And God, I pray, Lord, that your word go forth, that it produces a good seed, and God, that it sprouts like a mustard seed. God, you said if we have the faith the size of a mustard seed, that we can move mountains. And God, I know that your word shall go forth today and it shall do just that. God, I trust in you and I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. I thank you for the ability. I thank you for anything that you've given me in my life, God. Thank you so much. You deserve all of my praise. And I will lift you up until the end of my days and then I'll get to worship you in heaven. So thank you, Lord, for your uh, presence with us today. Come in and make this word come alive, Lord. Let my words be open to the ears that are listening, God. Let my words go forth and that they penetrate the ear to the heart, to the very heart, Lord. Let it let it, this word pierce just as if it was an arrow directed straight for the target. God, let it touch what it's supposed to do today. And we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity in everything we do. In Jesus' name, we do it for your glory. Amen. Okay, so I felt um, that I should read this because a lot of people um, have been, you know, feeling like they've been attacked because of COVID. I mean, we felt, ultimately we all feel attacked because of COVID-19 and just how it's attacked our lives. We've had to shut down the world, basically. 
And so I want to read this scripture as a declaration and just to show who really is in control and that we've got to listen to him and praise him and thank him. Okay, so I'm going to set the scene for you. This is Psalms 18. Psalms is spelled P-S-A-L-M. And it's in the Bible. Can't tell you the page because every Bible's different the way they print it. So you'll just have to look in the front in the concordance. No, in the table of contents to find the, the location of Psalms. So Psalms chapter 18. We're going to start at the beginning. I'll probably read the whole chapter. But I want to set the... Um, the background here. Um, so David is the same one, David and Goliath, and he's the one who wrote this. Okay. And so his situation, it says here for the director of music of David, the servant of the Lord, he sang to the Lord, the words of this song. When look, when the Lord delivered him from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul, this is what he said chapter 1 verse 1 I love you Lord my strength the Lord is my rock my fortress and my deliverer my God is my rock in whom I take refuge my shield and the horn of my salvation my stronghold I call to the Lord who is worthy of praise And I have been saved from my enemies. The cords of death entangled me. The torrents of destruction overwhelmed me. The cords of the grave coiled around me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help. From his temple he heard my voice. My cry came before him into his ears. The earth trembled and quaked, and the foundations of the mountains shook. They trembled because he was afraid. Smoke rose from his nostrils. Consuming fire came from his mouth. Burning coals blazed out of it. He parted the heavens and came down. Dark clouds were under his feet. He mounted the cherubim and flew. He soared on the wings of the wind. He made darkness his covering, his canopy around him. The dark cloud of the sky, out of the brightness of his presence, clouds advanced. With hailstones and bolts of lightning, the Lord thundered from heaven. The voice of the Most High resounded. He shot his arrows and scattered the enemies. With great bolts of lightning, he routed them. So he directed which way they were going by the lightning bolts. The valleys of the seas were exposed. And the foundations of the earth laid bare at at your rebuke, Lord. At the blast of breath from your nostrils, verse 16 says, He reached down from on high and took hold of me. He drew me out of a deep water. He rescued me from my powerful enemy, from my foes, who were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me before he delighted in me. No, I'm sorry. Let me read it again. He rescued me because he delighted in me. The Lord was dealt, has dealt with me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands. He has rewarded me. For I have wept, kept the ways of the Lord. I am not guilty of turning from my God. Whoo, that's a good one right there. Don't turn from God. All his laws are before me. 
I have not turned away from his decrees. I have been blameless before him and have kept myself from sin. The Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands in his sight. To the faithful, you show your faithfulness. Whoo, glory. To the blameless, you show your blame yourself blameless. To the pure, you show yourself pure. But to the devious, you show yourself shrewd. You save the humble, but bring low those whose eye is haughty. You, Lord, keep my lamp burning. My God turns my darkness into light. With your help, I can advance against a troop. With my God, I can scale a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. The Lord's word is flawless. He shields all who take refuge in him. Did you hear that? He shields all who take refuge in him in him for who is God besides the Lord and who is the rock except our God it is God who arms me with strength and keeps my way secure he makes my feet like the feet of a deer he causes me to stand on the heights he trains my hands for battle my arms have bend, can bend a bow of bronze. You make your saving help my shield, and your right hand sustains me. Your help has made me great. So he lifted him up, not David himself, but God. Your help has made me great, it says. Verse 36 says, You provide a broad path for my feet so that my ankles do not give way. I pursued my enemies and overtook them. I did not turn back till they were destroyed. I crushed them so that they could not rise. They fell beneath my feet. You armed me with strength for battle. You humbled my adversaries before me. You made my enemies turn their backs in flight, and I destroyed my foes. They cried for help, but there was no one to save them. To the Lord, but he did not answer. I beat them as fine as wind-blown dust. I trampled them like mud in the streets. They have delivered me or you have delivered me from the attacks of the people you have made me the head of nations people I did not know now serve me foreigners cower before me as soon as they hear of me they obey me they all lose heart they come trembling from their strongholds the Lord lives Praise be to my rock, exalted be God my Savior. He is the God who avenges me, who subdues nations under me, who saves me from my enemies. You exalted me above my foes. From a violent man you rescued me, therefore I will praise you. Lord, among the nations, I will sing the praises of your name. He gives his king great victories. He shows unfailing love to his anointed, to David, and to his descendants forever. So, that's all chapter 18 of Psalms. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful scripture. It's talking about how... God had saved him from the former king Saul who was always trying to kill him 
I don't understand it. Even when the man, even when David was in his presence, because he called for him to come and play the harp to get rid of the spirits, he would throw things at David while he was in the same room. Naturally, I believe he's seen that God favored David and he did not like it. He found a way to despise him. And he even had troops run after David. David, in the Bible, if you'll read, I did a study on him before with Beth Moore. He was hiding from Saul in the rocks, in the caves, in the, in the mountains to try to stay alive. His troops was after him. And God was the only one that could have been with David. He had nobody. It was just him. And God helped get him through. So no matter what you're facing... No matter what comes your way. Whoo, I feel it right now in my spirit. I feel God's Holy Spirit guiding me to tell you that you're going to make it. You are going to make it. Look for the future for good things. Don't look back. There's nothing there. You've already went past it. Let it go and move forward. Let it go and move forward. Let it go and move forward in Jesus' name. So I hope that you listened to this today. And I pray that it has helped in some way in your life. And I pray that this will put a desire in your heart to get into the word and learn for yourself. And the book, I forgot to mention that. There are different versions of the Bible. So, NIV is New International Version. I have a hardback book of that, and it has pretty good sized words, because, you know, you got to find the right ones that say large print. <laughs> That's what I did anyway. I still struggle because I'm getting older. My eyes are getting bad. <clears throat> but King James was the original English scribe text. And since that, that happened, you know, whenever Romeo and Juliet type days that were happening in Shakespeare. So there's a lot of these and thous and different things like that. But this Bible has words that are, they basically had tons of scholars um, of different, in, of different um, dialects to determine what the words from the Hebrew and the Greek, um, the original text, to determine what it was so the hebrew was from old testament um all the way up i don't know you know if all of them in the new testament was from the greek or hebrew but i know that um paul was the one who took it uh the word to the gentiles which was the romans and that's where we get the greek versions of things they wrote in greek if they were you know raised that way so anyway the original text is hebrew and they've they've translated it so that's why you have different versions of the bible they're not rewriting it there's nobody trying to rewrite the bible however people do different things using the bible uh, there's amplified bible there's study type bibles there's english standard versions uh, Bible Gateway is an app you can put on your phone and you can figure out which one you like. I personally use NIV because <clears throat> I have found that reading it helps me understand the word better. And that may be what you find. So I encourage you to download Bible Gateway on the app. Go into your Apple Store or your Google Play Store and download Bible Gateway. And then get in there and just fool around see what you can find out. Um, I'm going to probably list some good, um, in this broadcast set, uh, series, I'm probably going to get in here. I'm trying to learn this a little bit better. I'm probably going to get in here and start describing, um, different things about the word. So, uh, you know, New Testament, Old Testament, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure this out. But I do, I do know now by my app that I'm using that I can make a series. So this one's going to be only for Bible studies. So I hope that you will like and share or at least like it and listen to the new podcasts that come on that are associated with this one. I really want to get the word out. I don't care if you ever listen to anything else. If you could just listen to the Bible ones, God will bless you through the word of God. 
The word will not bring back void. His word is true. And it says in the word that Jesus was the word. He's the bread of life. So, a lot of crazy stuff we can talk about. I'm just glad you were listening. I'm still going to be praying for you. Thank you so much for listening to me. I know you're going to be less blessed for uh, listening to this for me, uh, for yourself. And that way God can find a conduit to get into your heart and change some things in your life and make you happy. That's what he wants. He wants you to live a happy life. He's come to give us life more abundantly, it says in the Bible. I love you guys. See you all around the merry-go-round of this world. And uh, I'll probably be reading another scripture in just a moment. uh, One of my favorites. And I'll let you know when I get back on. Have a great day. See you around the merry-go-round. Hello, my podcast family. How are you all doing? Um, I am fixing to read um, more from the Bible. I found some that I want to read to you. Let me find it again. I think it was in Corinthians. I love having the Bible. I'm just saying it's so amazing. Oh, here it is. It's in Romans. Okay, so um, we're going to read the whole chapter 8. And before we do, I do love to be able to pray um, with each and every one of you before we start. Uh, Just to, you know, give you a guideline of, you know, asking the Lord into the presence when you are focusing on getting close to Him. It's just like a relationship. You have to spend time with the Lord. So what better way than to pray and then read His Word? So let's go ahead and go before the Lord today and pray for a blessing upon this word. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, that today has been a blessing for me. God, I know that you have something amazing planned for your children. God, you are just like any parent who loves to give things to their children. You love to bring them up to a higher level. You love to give them um, the, the gifts that they ask for, Lord, you love to, to bless their lives, God, just like we do our children, Lord, what gifts we give to our children, God, you give greater than those. We just need to ask Lord. And we ask that you bless each and every one of us, that you bring us up to a new level. God, that you touch each and every heart today, each and every mind today. Lord, I pray that you till the hearts of the people who are listening and let it be good soil for those seed of the word, Lord, for it to be planted and to bloom and blossom, God, and to become some amazing, powerful word, God, because your word is living. Your word is living, God, and it gives us power and strength in our spirit. God, help each and every person who's listening today to receive that. God, no matter where they are, if they've got the opportunity to listen to this, God, I pray that you touch them right now. Woo! In the name of Jesus, touch their mind, touch their body, touch their heart. If they need healing, God, heal their hurts. Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you for what you're doing in our lives. And I praise you and I worship you, Lord. And I lift up my brothers and sisters to you right now, God. And I say, touch them, God. Touch their lives. Touch them and make them better, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. All right, so let's get to it. Um, Romans 8. Um, The header above this chapter says, Life through the Spirit. So... I am Pentecostal, just want to make sure you know that. Um, That's why I get a little happy and excited because I feel the Spirit of God. Um, So, that's that's basically what this chapter is going to be about. There's a lot of good things in here. I've just seen some of the headings here. And there's some good and there's some bad, but I, I really think this is good for us to talk about today. So, let's begin. It says, Life Through the Spirit. Romans chapter 8 verse 1 Therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus because through Christ Jesus the law of the spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death 
for what the law has power was powerless to do. So the law of Moses, um, for what the law was powerless to do, because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending His own Son, His own flesh, in the likeness of sinful flesh, to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirements of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the flesh but according to the spirit. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires but those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's laws, nor can it do so. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the Spirit. If indeed the Spirit of God lives in you, and if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the Spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your, your mortal bodies because of His Spirit who lives in you. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but it is not to the flesh to live according to it. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if, you, but if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. In other words, your adoption. And by him we cry, Abba, Father, which is Jesus. The spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. <clears throat> if indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. Let's read this part. Sorry about that. Um, let me put this on. Do not disturb. See if I can do that. So now we're in chapter 8 of Romans, verse 18. And my topic on the top of that one says, Present suffering and future glory. <clears throat> so it says, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope, that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God. Verse 22. We know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to this present time. Not only so, but we ourselves 
who have the first fruits of the Spirit grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption to sonship, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved, but hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not have, we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans, and we, who, and he who searches our hearts knows the minds of the spirit knows the mind of the spirits of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God and he and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose for those God foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among my brothers and sisters, and those he predestined, those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he has also justified. Those who he has justified, he also glorified. Moving on, the next um, topic above. Uh, verse 31 says more than conquerors what then shall we say in response to these things if God is for us who can be against us he who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen. It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died? More than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake he faced death all day long. He can, was, uh, we are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors. Through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, nor things present, nor the future, nor any powers, neither height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So, I think I read. I think I said something about that either in the prayer today or on my other podcast about how he was interceding. Excuse me, that God, that Jesus is at the right hand of the Father interceding for us. So it's amazing that we got to that chapter today, to that um, to that uh, Romans eight. So I just hope and pray that you will be blessed by these um, readings. Um, let your children listen to them. I mean. The word of God needs to be placed into their hearts so that they know what the promises of God is. So that they're not wandering around and thinking that they're all alone through this big gigantic world that seems to be eating everyone up and just, I mean, the, a generation is basically being killed or has been killed from drugs. I have so many family members who have, have passed away because of drug overdose or some other reason. And if you're going through that battle, I'm praying for you. I have a heart for people who have to go through that. I've seen it myself and I've not done it myself, so I can't really empathize, but I'm definitely there to, to be an ally with you. And if you need someone to pray with you, please reach out to me. I will pray with you. I will encourage you. I will keep you accountable. 
We are our sister and our brother's keeper. So I'm here for you. If you need me, you let me know. You text me, you message me, you email me. I'll put all the information I can on my um, Facebook page. I'm going to try to get a website together. Um, I just know this is something that God has ordained for me to do. Um, Because people will not respond all the time in church. And I'm going to tell you this. If you have been affected by the Lord and he has told you to go to church he wants you to offer up a sacrifice of praise that's where you go in and you you show that you're appreciating God this is your opportunity to show the world what you appreciate of God your praise is important he wants to hear your voice say thank you God Thank you, God, for what you've given me. And no, you don't have to do it out in front of other people, but God wants us to spread the gospel. That's what the New Testament was all about. If you're a child of God, you are a disciple now. And he wants you to spread the word. I'm a disciple. And I'm doing what God has told us to do in the word. Spread the word. Be his hands and feet. Show Christ to the world. Lift him up and all others shall be, uh, shall draw unto him, it says in the word. So I'm going to go ahead and um, let you guys go. Again, I'm still praying for you, each and every one. I know we all go through our battles. If you need anything, reach out to me. I appreciate you guys so much. I love you all. Y'all just don't even know. I'm just, I'm just so excited to be in this time in our lives. To have this opportunity to spend with one another and to share our concerns and love for God and and concerns for life and your children, your parents, whatever you're going through. Let's share together. I will keep it all confidential. I will possibly mention some things about what we've talked about and I will never disclose who you are because I'm telling you. Once you get to a healing point, you realize that all you've went through wasn't because you was a bad person or you thought the wrong things or you did something wrong. It's because God has a purpose. It's because God has a purpose for your life and you're going to do something great with the pain that you've been going through. It's, it's something that God wants you to testify about. So you'll get there. Just hold tight to the hand of God and he will get you there. I love you guys so much. Thank you again. I will see you guys around the merry-go-round. Hello, my podcast family. I wanted to speak about the study that I'm doing right now. Galatians chapter 5 about... Uh, verse 22 it's about the fruits of the spirit our fruit is basically our character I guess you would say and so God wants us to have good fruit and he directs us in how to do that so I'm going to read Galatians chapter 5 starting at verse 13 all the way through to the end I may go a little bit farther in chapter 6 as well. Okay, so it says, Life by the Spirit. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. But not, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. This is something that I found is very important. Um, I'm going to highlight that because... I believe this is something the Lord is wanting us to realize that we are to be servants to one another and not indulge in our own flesh. Okay, let's keep reading. Verse 14. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will destroy be destroyed by each other which is something that we need to think about today with all that's going on in the world all the division and 
separation. The enemy wants to definitely divide us. Then number six, uh, verse 16 says, So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Then verse 19 says, The acts of the flesh are obviously are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, adultery and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like I warn you as I did before that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God number 22 but the fruit of the Spirit is love joy peace forbearance kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control against such things there is no law those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires since we live by the spirit let us keep in step with the spirit let us not become conceited let us not become provoking and let us not become envying of each other so this is chapter 6 I'll read down to uh, verse 10 brothers and sisters if someone is caught in a sin you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. But watch yourselves, or you also may be tempted. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions. Ooh. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. For each, let me write this down. For each one should carry his own load. Nevertheless, the one who receives instructions in the word should share all good things with their instructor. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. Mm, that's a good one too. I had some kind of dream about that before. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Now, this is a good word so 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 good because we had spoke about the two highest commandments know the gods before God and then love the that neighbors as themselves and so I just want to reiterate and, and correct myself because I, I mean it's not really a correction it's just a matter of how to explain it so that it's better understanding so in order to help others and love others as yourself you have to love yourself and not hate yourself and a lot of times we treat people mean and nasty because we don't like who we are and that's what I was saying is that we need to basically look in ourselves and see what things are destructive or things that we do not like and we need to 
go internalize them with the Lord, ask him to come in and heal that part of our life and to correct us in a way that we are showing God's love the correct way. Because if you go and pray for somebody and you don't have the right intention, if you don't go and pray for somebody or or speak with someone who's a non-believer or if you're having an argument with a non-believer, they look at you differently. And it's true. They should. And that's the reason that we have to understand who we are in Christ. And my son is getting ready to go into ROTC and watching the army and all of the things that they have to do. It's just like becoming submissive to God's will, basically. To understand God's will as if he's the sergeant and you're the soldier. And because it says we're in an army of God. You know, I've heard so many people say that before. We're in an army of God. And go out into the highways and hedges and compel people to come in and things like that. So you can't be a good soldier, a good child of God, a good representative of God. I mean, there's just so many things. If you're wanting to be a part of it, you have to say, I'm all in. I want you to say that right now and say, I'm all in. God, I'm all in. Help me to be all in, God. Help me to realize where I'm not completely in where I need to be. As in, you need to look at every part of your life. Your job, your relationships with your family and your children and your um, spouse. Um, even your distance from family and friends. Are you putting the effort in that you need to in order to reflect Christ Jesus so I'm definitely studying this fruits of the spirit for sure and it's so important I also want to read about the gifts of the spirit too because there are certain things speaking in tongue um, I think I read somewhere was from uh, Ryan Lestrange saying that there was like three different reasons that you have speaking in tongues and I wrote them down let me go get that <clears throat> okay um, 1 Corinthians 14 teaches the diversities of tongues one tongues are a sign to an unbeliever number two tongues are for intercessions groanings that are too deep for us to understand and we're interceding for someone else or a certain situation and then the other one is tongues for interpretation there's oh there's four of them and that is a message given in tongues which i've experienced that too and then number four is tongues for personal edification if god is getting ready to use you speaking in tongues is going to edify you and have you draw closer to the Spirit, closer to God's Word, empower you to be what you need to be for God. So, for people to say that someone is faking it or that's not a real thing or anything like that, you need to pray about it. Okay? Myself, I don't get offended when you say that's not real. Because I know it is. That's, that's the difference in a person who has the actual speaking in tongues and who doesn't. I'm not going to get offended because I know my God and I know his language and I know his purpose for the language and so I just pray that people will understand that it is a form of communication with God. It's a form of communication with God to get an idea, or get a, a, a vision, get a goal or get maybe even a warning sometimes it could be a warning don't do this don't do that or this is going to happen i mean it, it's speaking in tongues is for your edification along with these other things that i've mentioned so i'm excited to be in the word of the lord today i pray that you will be involved in the word i would like some prayer partners and some bible study group partners if you're interested please contact me 
Um, my email is crystalbluemusic at gmail.com. So, light it up, guys. I'm ready to get this thing started. Get us some groups together, some gatherings. I already had a location where we could have went in July, but um, it was just too hot. So, it's getting to be a little bit cooler here coming towards the end of the summer. And I'd love to be able to go out somewhere with you to a park and we'll sit and pray or we'll sit and play music or whatever and just enjoy ourselves together. Bring the kids, bring the dogs, whatever, and we'll just enjoy time together. So it's fellowship. It's lifting up one another. It's being a part of each other's lives. God wants us to be connected. He doesn't want you to be off by yourself. And and that's when the devil can really attack you is when you're all by yourself you don't have anyone to lift you up we are not meant to be an island there's a song about it so i love you guys i'm gonna learn some new music today i'm going to make some goals for myself i'm going to pray in the spirit pray that the lord continues to move in my life and help me with my fruits of the spirit because when people pick them up and, and take a big bite of it i want them to see that it is true and there's nothing fake uh, no no fillers in my fruit i want it to be absolutely true with the word of god and I want to be a reflection. I want to be an absolute mirror of Jesus Christ. I'm not going to be perfect. I'm not getting there today, tomorrow, or the next day. It's a journey. But on, I remember listening to the, the uh, book, the, the Fruits of the Spirit, by Carl, Carl, Colin Attributes. I wrote it down. Anyways, it's a book that I got from the library. And... Basically, he was saying that um, the fruit, let me get it out. I need to try to figure something out and I don't have it in front of me. Okay, so he was saying, oh yeah, here it is. So when we go through hard times, people start, start questioning if God is real, if God's alive, if God's there. And this is what he wanted me to, or all of us to understand that by us going through trials it's basically exercise to show our spiritual development and to help our spiritual development so when you're going through something know that god is with you you're not going through it alone you're going through it being tested but god is helping you and helping you get your spiritualness developed that's what i found and so, even though people may still look down on you or still talk behind your back, you and God knows where you are in your walk. You and God know where you are. You have no one to answer to here on earth. And that's what I want you to understand. I'm here to pray with you, to be your friend, and hopefully you'll, you'll keep me corrected as much as I keep you corrected. I definitely don't want to be, I'm not the person to be correcting anyone and the Bible says that God will himself will teach you about it and I've had basically that experience myself um, once you get that in your heart that you hunger for him he will give you a way he will give you a way to figure it out I'm gonna go for today I'll see you guys around the merry-go-round I'm gonna play some music have a good day